Hey everyone, this is part two of our conversation with John Lehman, and we recorded this at the Cellar Pub underneath Sun Devil Liquors in Mesa, Arizona. You can find them on Facebook at Sun Devil Liquors, and it has all their hours and location and everything. And thanks to Keith for setting that up. And you can always go to uh, tigshow.com, and there's a support TIG link there if you're interested in getting a shirt, a coffee mug, uh, anything else you want to do. You could buy us a round if you want to do that, or you can sponsor an episode. So thanks for listening, and here is part two of our conversation with John. Part two of John, if, if John Lamey can stick around. If, I'm here for a while. If you want to walk out, that's fine, too. Uh, so what, what are you drinking in round two, John? I am drinking the uh, the North Mountain Scotch Ale Grooving with a Pict. Okay, so 6. Oh, 2 I'm alcohol. sorry. I was going to look that up. So that's what Scott had last episode, and one he job. gave it a four because he liked it. I've had it. It's pretty good. I, I like it, too. It's got a little more... Uh, bite to it than the new belgian that i drank last time but not considerably say, like, that's ho- like hoppy drinking. bite or alcohol yeah. forward bite the scotch this is significantly the scotch. lighter yeah right okay so what, i don't know about significant so what's I mean, it, oh, it is so, lighter okay. but but this, oh, is, so this you, is lighter than i thought it would you be cute little here. asshole switched beers scott yes. what are you drinking <laughs> Oh, oh I'm sorry. Phone. This is the the new Belgium 1554 okay, black so, ale. So they switched beers, and I went completely different route. Something I've never done on the show, in however many episodes at this point. This will be like episode 48 or so. I got a cider. I got the Mischief Maker cider Ooh. from Schilling, and it's a pomegranate cider, and I like pomegranates. I like pomegranates too. May I try that? Yeah. I don't really like cider. It's not. It's cider. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Okay. I couldn't drink more than one of those. So, uh, John decided to stick around. We don't really, we didn't prepare enough for two full episodes. So I, I think <laughs> yeah, gonna, you don't have another two questions. I think for we're. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You really filled out that last episode. We should have you on every week. Yeah. Um, well, set up at a bar every week. Yeah. You know, you'll be surprised. Uh, so, what do you normally, speaking of bars, so what do you normally, if you go out, what do you normally drink? You said when you go to shows, you don't. Drink yeah. hard alcohol usually. Yeah. So if you're just going out around town, or you you go to a place that serves alcohol and beer, what do you normally get? Like what what's in your wheelhouse? I like Boddington's and uh, um, uh, Guinness, but but it's been weird because um, uh, when Chew ended, I lost a bunch of weight. And, That's, uh, yeah, you uh, did. Uh, and some something happened where uh, I developed more of a taste for beer. Okay. Like, so I've been uh, much more experimental lately, and I don't I don't know what changed in my palate but i've been enjoying beer more so, and uh i just kind of say fuck it what do you got so and then, so to you body doesn't i've only had boddington's once or twice it was when i was much younger but it reminded me of liquefied bologna doesn't remind you me don't of you don't get that like no. meat no, processed no, meat no, no. all right if anything, it literally sounds like the worst thing no, it, if, it, if anything it's it you know it's a cream ale it's uh no well i like cream i like i like hennessy cream ale so I like cream. cream well, it's a yellow cream ale, though, isn't Hennessy like a brown? No, Hennessy's like a. It's a. It's a light. It's a yellow. Yeah, Hennessy's good. Yeah, maybe you just uh, got like a weird tap a or a glass can, that yeah. had like an old salami in it or something. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> gross. Uh, so you're getting more into beers. Yeah. Okay. Well, what was it before beers? Well, like, do you have a uh, favorite cocktail? Do you have a favorite alcohol? I, I like. Uh, I like sort of Scotch whiskey, bourbon, rye derivatives. Like mm-hmm. I don't like gin. 
I don't I, I like I'll drink anything if it's a you know if it's free and at a party like I won't turn down anything but my my go-to is scotch bourbon whiskey rye and then then if it's not one of those it's either mezcal or tequila yes yeah, I avoid tequila at all costs and I don't love scotch I don't love the smoky flavor of scotch but I've only tried it like twice but vodka does nothing for me well that's the thing about it. it's good it's does, not it doesn't taste like anything that's why it's good it's uh, just mixer. It's vanilla. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, and gin is is a little better than vodka uh, yeah. these days. Yeah, gin's good. And, and, and uh, rum, rum is too sweet. There's, there's yeah, a place, rum is no good. Well, there's a place downtown. I don't know if it's still been there. Uh, still still there. It's called the Rum Bar. Have you guys ever been there? No. Downtown Phoenix? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. So, so it's a Caribbean restaurant... And I, which I forget what it's called, and next to it, and, and you know, this was a couple of years ago at this point, called the Rum Bar, and they had all this fucking rum, and I thought rum was Captain Morgan's, you know, I thought it was yeah. just, uh, but they had like twelve year cast drink, you know, from from this island, and and yeah, and it is as good rum is as sophisticated as whiskey. There's or, as wide a range as rum as anything else. Yes, yeah. yeah. but uh, so so for like my wife's birthday. Uh, you know, I went out and bought her like a $99 bottle of rum, but you can't kind of sip it neat like you can scotch or, you know. So good, even a good rum, rum you think you need a mixer with? Yeah, so I bought a $99 fucking dollar <laughs> bottle of, you know, mixer that I'm going to, you know, mix with, with Coke. <laughs> What's yeah. the point of that? Yeah, when I was younger, rum and Coke was my drink, but that, that was before I drank, or that was when I drank soda and I didn't mind the sweetness. You know, rum and cokes. As I got older, like it's just all sugar. Yeah. It's so sweet. Yeah. yeah. But I've been uh, I've been drinking uh, mezcal lately, which is is it's so much better than tequila. How is it different? Well, it's it's a it's a smokier taste. It's it. So let's see if let's see if I get this right. I think all mezcal is, is a tequila, but not all test te- tequila so is a mezcal. mezcal. It's a certain region right. or brand. It's like of, whiskey of the, and bourbon. Huh. It's like of, whiskey and bourbon of the uh, of the tequila plant, but it's like it's super smoky and and just tastes great. And uh, I like sunrises, like you know, a little bit of orange juice and, and grenadine with with tequila or, or mezcal uh, is very good. Yeah, I've avoided, and it might just be it might just be me. That's probably because a personal some, thing. You had like a drunken tequila. Yeah, story, tequila. Right? Like like when I was in high school. So yeah, I mean when I was in high school. It's not the alcohol. Speaking going back. I know, but going back to like the rum. When I was in high school, I had a really bad night on like Malibu, which everyone had in high school. <laughs> and to this day, if I smell coconut, I gag. That's interesting. I, I have the same reaction to uh, like big red gum because uh, there, there's a liqueur that I can't remember the name of. Was it uh, a? Yeah, that tastes like, like red Was it a, was it like, like avalanche? Fireball. Fireball or avalanche? It was something before that. I don't remember, but yeah, my roommate and I got fucked up on that one night. Wait, there because there used to be a bit, avalanche was the peppermint version, but there used to be a cinnamon version of schnapps you could get for dirt cheap. Yeah, and it would form crystals at the bottom of the bottle, and you'd break it up with like a. Yeah, that is after yes. I saw it. Yes, I don't yeah. remember what the so name. What is of the name was. of it? It's aftershock. Aftershock. That's it. Yes. Holy fuck. I drank the shit out of aftershock yeah, when yeah. I was like twenty. I, I remember yeah, his girlfriend coming to pick nasty up. shit that you drink when you're a kid. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, that that was the last time I was. Well, I wanted to buy. A, I was blackout drunk. Was aftershock. I wanted to buy a bottle of the Jack Daniel's Fire, and my wife is like, "That's just aftershock. It's just 
cinnamon flavored whiskey. It's I don't think terrible. it's the same because the other one is like a cinnamon flavored schnapps. Yeah, that fireball stuff is whiskey though. It's not, but it is. It is. It, it is. That's it's for. Cool. That's for chicks at a sorority party. That's what I was in 1995. Yeah, Sorry, that, that's, that's, that's probably sexist. No, I probably shouldn't have said that. That's whiskey for people who don't yeah. like whiskey. Yeah, or frat boys. Uh, I think I'll, what I'm talking about is different than what you guys are talking no, about. No, it was Fireball after, was not around in 1995. Fireball was not around. No, it was oh, Aftershock. Oh, Aftershock. Yes, yes, yes. It yes. was Aftershock. It was Aftershock. Because if you got really, but like, I so that's, that's but at cheap, the end of the, sugary, Yeah, and at the end of the night, you could eat the... The shit that formed uh, at the bottom, like, could like, it's like, like rock, candy. rock candy. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, alcoholic it's rock terrible. candy. Yeah. And then they had a peppermint schnapps version that was called Avalanche. Oh, I went hard on that shit in like 1995. Oh. But there, there is like no way to buy a classy version of that sort of stuff. There's mm-hmm. not like the high end cinnamon. No, no, like I saw no. that the the new Hellboy whiskey that re- was released as a cinnamon whiskey, and I'm like, oh, that could be cool. And then I'm like, forty bucks, I might as well just get. Uh, you're buying. It, you're buying the bottle. You're buying the bottle. Yeah. And other than the Hellboy drawing, I mean, Mike did not design that bottle. It's like the terror. It's not even the Hellboy logo. It's like a terrible fucking logo. So I did a a signing. uh, One of my first signings. You know, I told you the first time I ever got flown out was Mike Malvey uh, for Army of Darkness uh, uh, Marvel Zombies. I did a signing in Seattle for a comic book store that's no longer there. But whenever they had signings, they had a dude who would engrave, engrave bottles. And I've got an engraved bottle. Of, of you know my name and my cover nice. on on this uh, bottle and it sat in our liquor cabinet but it was like um, you know you 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 get things you know at cons and stuff like that and uh, uh, like that was one of the coolest things I've ever gotten. Have you gotten like Copperhead cosplay and gifts and shit shit like that? I, I've had people mention that they do it, but I, I've never seen it because you don't go to enough shows. Well, I've never seen anything on Twitter. Either. Yeah, but you don't go to enough shows. But I don't go to shows. So, like, I just saw it at Rose City Comic Con was this weekend, and all the people, all a lot of guys are being brought coffee. Oh, that Death Wish coffee? But just, like, coffee for, in general. Like, oh. here's a gift of coffee, sign my comics or whatever. And I've always thought, like, like one of the best things about being on a popular book would, have, would just be for people to bring me beers from their local breweries or well, just random IPAs or whatever. I'm pretty open about my pot smoking, and I, you know, yeah. I have people bring me, you know, weed and joints yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and, and bags. I had one woman, Judith, Judith, you're awesome, uh, we're still friends, uh, she brought me, like, a fucking mason jar of dope. <laughs> One Holy time in San Diego, it's like you know what I like smoking at cons, but you know at home. I don't want to. I don't want to get a. Yeah, you don't want to get a ticket for like uh, transporting. Or... Eh, I don't worry about that. But um, like she gave me a mason jar. Like I don't even know. Like an, an, it was an ounce. Like what? Like like I couldn't smoke this in five years. So I was just <laughs> like uh, Santa. Like like yeah. I would see people I knew who were you know we have a subculture of comic smokers. And it's like hey. Have a good weekend. I don't know how subculture it is, but yeah. 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 I, things are a little more open now with California being legal. Yeah, no, I loved legal. it when I used to go to... I'm always trying to get Scott to go to more shows with me, and uh, but I loved it when... Um, I think you did it, the Albuquerque Comic Expo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, yeah. Derek, had the show for like... Greg Derek or Derek Greg or whatever had the show for like three years. Uh, and then he sold it to Wizard World. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I had... To, you were you have, on that panel yes, where we drank. The, the, the two drink minimum panel. And yeah. it was like, I love these convention centers where you can drink, and Albuquerque's a city where you it can drink. It was a 90 minute panel, and they, they would give you shots, shots of whiskey. And like, just want you to tell stories. And as the, the, the uh, 
the uh, the panel went on and got yeah. like more and more kind of ribald. <laughs> yeah, uh, like people were like, you know, you some know. people were really because then it becomes so. The first year I did it, there was only like four of us on the panel, and it was uh, it wasn't Andy, but it was another valiant guy, and then like me and like two other people. But then, like the by the third year, it happened. I think when you were there, there were like fifteen of us up yeah, on that yeah. dais, and they got and us they, fucked they got up. us fucked up. And you're trying to compete for yeah, oh, for mic you space. You've got a story. Oh yeah, yeah. my story. So then people are like, uh, I'm not gonna say. Who, someone was talking about like walking around a hotel lobby with his pants off. That was and John McCray. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're essentially talking about like pissing next to like Joe Casada and you're trying to get work from him but you have no pants and you're just you're Donald Duck and pissing in a urinal at like New York Comic Con and so it became that kind of panel. Yeah, it was And that was the year I realized like I cannot contribute to this at all because all my stories are from this panel last year when I got hammered. Yeah, but that was that was a kind of a genius idea. Yeah, but uh, not a lot of convention centers do it. Well, San, San Antonio or uh, Austin can be drink liability at. issues. Austin, you, know? you can drink at. So is this no longer a thing though? I no, because that Wizard World Comic Con is, is. Yeah, I think yeah. he sold it to Wizard World, so okay. that show's no longer around. And that was the first show that ever caught me like a hotel too. Yeah. That wasn't the biggest show, that but was it was a terrible a show. show. Like, I don't care if it's a terrible show if I. Hang out if if I have like the yeah, fact yeah. that we're still talking about it makes the show. Well, that's a great while. story. At uh, least Shannon was there. Like a bunch of like Brent yeah. Peoples was there. It yeah. was a good. It was a good panel. Uh, the show was terrible, but they brought me out and they gave me a table. So I only had to drive out. I'm mean, sorry, they gave me a hotel and table. So for me, it's just cost to drive out there, and then I get to do a panel for an hour and a half and just get drunk. And the first year we did it, they're asking everybody what they want because the bar hasn't been set up yet. And I'm like, oh, I'll take a beer and a shot. And then by the time the bar gets set up, the three people to the left, to the right of me, all order uh, old fashions. Old fashions. So then but I'm like, I, ca- I can't stop. Shots. Yeah. I mean, but they... I'm like, I can't not. I can't now order a beer when the girl next to me, who's like four foot eleven, ordered a double old fashioned. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll take the same. So then it went down the line. Everyone had double old fashions, and then while they were doing that, they just brought us shots of whiskey. Yeah. And, uh, and I even think the panel ran over, like... Yeah, because one of the people from Breaking Bad came in or whatever, and I think they had the panel after us or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah, that, it, it went for long enough that you were feeling the alcohol, and they, they got us yeah. you know, pretty fucked up, and everyone was telling stories. I think I was, next, the... I think I was next to Andy Kuhn and uh, Andrew Robinson, and Andrew Robinson was like, i got to finish these commissions, and I think he took, like, a sip. <laughs> he was the one smart guy who was like... I'm just gonna sip on this. Uh, see that that is both the great thing and the terrible thing about being a writer is is like you know, uh, you know the artists can make money, but you got to go back to the hotel room and, and draw and all that sort of shit. All I have to do is go out with and drink with my friends and spend whatever little money I make. You know, yeah, writers no. do not make money like artists do at cons. No, I'm the difference. I hold on to my money like it's going into a savings account when I'm at a show. Uh, and I think that's why you're nervous about going to shows. Yeah, you don't want to come home and spend a weekend with the zero profit, because it's not a negative profit. Because no matter what, I think you go to any show in the country, you're going to make your money back. But you not you might not make back a page rate, so you could have stayed home and drawn a page that day. I could have, but I also have the added uh, guilt? burden of guilt. Yeah, no, yeah. I know. I'm on my second marriage. My first marriage, I had a lot of guilt. But my second one, marriage, I have no guilt. One of the things about cons is it's. It's not just about the money. It's not just about the fun times. It's you know, it's it's you are working. You are making friendships that that may yes. pay off later. And I, I don't mean it in a in a political sense, but like 
you find people like, wow, I like hanging out with this dude. I want to work with this dude. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, that's why I try to tell. That's why I'm trying to sell Scott on like heroes or something. Because like it's not, it's all networking. Heroes is the best artist con in America. Trust me. I don't know. I sit next to Scott at every show. Well, he only does one show, so <laughs> I sit next to Scott at every show he does, and so I can. I'm a fair evaluate evaluator of what he could make at other shows, and he could do way more than me. And he just doesn't want to do them. Well, I also think with the DC stuff you've been doing, but you have younger the, children. It's hard. It's hard when you have young the, children. The more kids, so the, it's the easy for me to say shit like that because all my children are fully yeah. self sufficient and they're all teenagers. See, I moved to Phoenix exactly so I could so I could have this. Because you, you have a support system. Yeah, here. my wife's right. whole family is there, and uh, and so this year my next foreign con is Portugal, and my, and my wife is actually because our kid is now going to the same school as as my wife's sister, so this is a big ask, but the kid is staying with the sister for oh, a week. Yeah, I'm gonna do the show for four days, and then my wife shows up. We're just gonna drink seafood, eat, eat seafood, and drink wine for you know five days. Four days, whatever it is. Yeah, see, that's the whole thing is you just gotta get uh, like uh, Mitch was took it, was was sent to a con in, in Spain and they flew his wife out. Yes. You just gotta get to the point where you gotta say like, hey, you know, I'd like to do your show. Is there any way you could? Well, see, I've never asked know. for my wife. Like, oh, like, you gotta ask, man. Yeah. Every show yeah. I've ever gone to, they've they've caught me anything I've asked for. No one's ever offered me anything. I don't know foreign trips are. I mean, they're paying your hotel. Oh, you know, I get that. Like, um, but. What 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 um do you know what uh, country's copy Copperhead is in? I I'm, I was trying to remember earlier. I know we've got a French publishing deal. And you I know what the is? Say Spanish as well, but uh, I'd have to look it up. See, I, off the top of my head, I don't know. I, I may have told you this, but my trick, because I do the uh, lettering and the production at Chew, I control all the files, and. Uh, and so when we do like a, a you know a Turkish edition, they come to me for the files, and I've got a Dropbox, and it's just like oh just grab this link for TBB two or whatever. But um, I get to know the publishers and be like hey you know Portuguese publisher, if you ever want, ever want me in Portugal, I'm I'm down. I'm going to Portugal. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, <laughs> like that show in Albuquerque had no business ever giving me a hotel. I've done two shows there with two different promoters. They both give me hotels. They have no reason to give me a hotel other than the fact that I tell them, like, oh, I can just drive there, so I don't need... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't mean, need a flight. You know, I just need a table and well, a hotel. I have, I have also... So it's, it's easy to be a bigger fish, in a, and Albuquerque is a small market. So even for someone who has no kind of standing in the industry like me, I can say, like, oh, Albuquerque. Well, I've, I've also told shows, like, hey, these are my buddies... If you want to invite them, we'll split a room. You know that that saves them half a hotel room. You know I'm 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 secure yeah. enough in my sexuality. There's dudes well, no. I can sleep with. I'm trying. And I'm, these are the dudes in comics. Like I said, if you want to bring them? If, if I, I can get a, if I can get time. Scott to go to Heroes, then I'll just tell Rico. Well, no, Rico doesn't get. I don't get a hotel for Heroes, but if Scott did. I would take Scott half Scott's hotel. <laughs> but you know, I tell Rico like just put us together, put us on an yeah. end cap yeah. or whatever. You know, like. You know, and now that we do the podcast, it used to be just me kind of riding Scott's coattails, which I still do. But now at least I can say like, "Oh, we do the podcast together," so you know, put us together. You so. do talk a lot more on the podcast. Normally, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that this morning. Every episode is mostly you interviewing me <laughs> about the topic. <laughs> well, I. You you want to edit a couple podcasts? You want to write the intros and no, I do okay. Fuck you. Fighting twenty more minutes. Um, 
Okay. So, I'm not complaining. No, no, I'm just saying, I, yeah, I probably do talk more than not talk. You're a uh, good host. Well, I got to – see, you have one career option that's skyrocketing. I have to I actually diversify my career options. Okay, so any any places you've traveled, John, that had great bar experiences or great bar cities or great weed cities or great party cities? I, well, I mean, mostly I've had weird nights. Like, I, I – God, I, have, I had a great night – in uh, that you can talk about, obviously, in New Orleans, no, no not in New Zealand, with uh, that's a little different. It, it ended up. Wait, we didn't were, you go to the Hobbit houses? Yeah, we went to the Hobbit. We, oh my God, you went to the Shire. <laughs> we, uh, God, we ended up at the Ding Dong Club in Auckland, and it, it and and me and James Tynan, uh, we didn't close down the bar, but everyone else left. And at one point, it was a lot of people. Derek Robertson was there. A weeping angel from Doctor Who, like like the funny thing about Australia, like the the foreign cons, Australia, New Zealand, typically they keep the uh, the uh, comic book scum away from the celebrities, but but the the um, the the con is such an expense and so long to drive to to fly you out. It's a sister con. It's Australia one weekend, New Zealand the next, and they would they would uh, have activities for us. So they bring you out for like ten days. Yeah, yeah, more or less with travel time. Right. Uh, and, you know, so we went to Hobbiton. We went to um, the Australian Zoo. And, like, you're hanging out with Gus Fring from Breaking Bad and, like, Crazy French Lady from Lost and Bad Guy from Star Trek Two and Weeping Angel from uh, uh, from this. But, but yeah, the, uh, we had a really fucking crazy night where James and I, like, I wanted to walk back because my, my superpower is I've got a great sense of direction. And if I've... I thought that, I thought that before my San Antonio trip. I can always get back, but I was so fucked up. Even I didn't want to risk it, and James was just out of his mind. But we had a, we had a great night at the Ding Dong Club in uh, Auckland. Auckland, New Zealand, the and, Ding Dong Club. You now, some of these times, you know, when you're in a foreign country, you, um, you want to play it safe. Like you don't want to. Uh, not all, not New Zealand though. Well, not New Zealand, but, right. but yeah, like like certain places, you don't want to get like you're not going to be an enemy of the state. Too wasted that you're on your own and like trying to navigate. That being said, I I have almost publicly urinated in every continent I've been to. <laughs> nice. At least there's some point I slip off to an alley or a park and you know piss on a tree and and take great pr- both pride and shame in it the next day. I've only been to two continents and I've publicly urinated in both multiple times. What was the other? Asia, Japan. Yeah. How many times have you been to Japan? I lived in Japan. Did I know that? I don't when I was in high school, I lived in Japan. And then they encourage peeing in Japan. They have a public gutter that runs down sidewalk. Oh, see, that, that's class. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> but I, I mean, I peed in Korea. I peed in I Japan. I make my own public gutter. That's right. Have you been to Japan? I have not been to Japan. It's like fucking Mars, man. Japan is great. Like, I, I I've been it. to other countries, and, okay, they speak different languages, or maybe shit's old. But you know you're still in kind of a Western culture. You go to Japan, man. You're in Mars. It is so it's, weird. There. It's the future and not the future at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's just weird shit. Like you, like some bars will have a Western style urinal with like full TVs, like touchscreen TVs, which is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And then you might go to another bar and it's just a hole in the ground. They're supposed to squat over and there's no Western urinals, and they might be like ten feet apart from each other. It's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, I would love to go back. But Chu is not in Asia, so I'm not getting any Asian invites. But 
That's one of those I things. I feel like that's like, a hard market to per- Everyone's got like a well, French they, version they, or a Spanish version. They've either or... got manga or they pirate the stuff yeah. in, in, in Asian countries. So, you know, even with a Chinese lead, you know, unless we ever get a TV show, uh, Asia's not happening. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. It seems like they've got a strong domestic market. And they also don't give a fuck about superheroes. And to them, that's what American comics are, which, you know there's an argument that they're right someone was telling me um another artist was telling me about a show in japan and he's like you just go there and you you it's not a show you do like a three hour signing two days in a row and you'll just make bank like bank i forget the name of it he's like you gotta do that he's like they won't fly you out but you'll make so much money it won't even matter and I'm, every time someone tells me that, I'm like, well, you would make that. You make that much money. Yeah, that, that's a hell of a gamble to take. Yeah, that's like, yeah. This is the same guy who was telling me to come out to New York Comic Con. He's like, oh, no, they don't pay for shit. And you might even have to pay for your table, but you're going to make so much bank. And I'm like, uh, you yeah, make have bank. Have you ever bought a drink in Manhattan? Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Half Blue Ribbon is like 10 bucks. I remember I made a comment once at uh, Phoenix Comic Con. We were out one night after the show drinking, and I bitched about like a $6 beer. And someone from was from the East Coast there. And they're like, $6 beer? Like, I'll take these all night long. <laughs> I was like, I don't ever want to go to where you live. But yeah, that's that's why I like doing I like doing shows because I like hanging out. If I, you know, I want to make my money. And I talked last week, or by the time this airs, two weeks ago, about I do like doing sketches for people. I like meeting fans who are spending their hard-earned money on my sketches or my original art. But the main reason I want to do shows is I want to hang out in that city. I want to hang out with comic pals in that cool city. Well, Scott, do you take a commission list when you're at PhoenixCon? I don't. No. I, I, I don't advertise it anyway. If somebody asks, it, depending on when they catch me... Well, you know that's how you it. make your money back, right? No. I sell shit. Oh. Yeah. Original art. Some of it, yeah. 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 I think we just talked about this, but it, yeah, I do piles of shit. So oh. I do like a $20 stack and a $50 stack. So I've already been paid for it. I don't give a fuck. What but if you advertise for? you only have 10 commission slots, you would make all that money before you ever step foot on the show floor. I might, but then I'd have to work. But you could take the commissions beforehand. I could. Do the work beforehand. Just get the cash and then... But that all goes back party. to Scott not I wanting could, to work. but then it's still work. That's what I was yeah, telling about yeah. Heroes. He says he didn't do Heroes, and I've done it three times. The first two years I've paid for all of my expenses before I ever left Arizona. Oh, I think, I think Heroes is just the best freaking show if you care about comic book art there's no not that i have anything against cosplay but it's not like right you know, it's it's not a pop culture show it is a comic art show it's not even a comic show it's a comic art show do you as as a writer do you do well at that show i've only done it once and it was sitting next to rob and it was in the height of you know chew popularity so and also doing well's relative for me you know because you know at, at the height of chew i think rob would come home with like used car money and I would come home with new laptop money uh, you know writers don't make what artists make okay so that's but a good, I have a lot more fun yeah okay that's a good converse, that's a good question then so it, so I do shows to travel and to come back with essentially what I would make had I stayed home for those three days I want to make my daily page rate or whatever so as a writer how do you view going to shows because uh, you don't want to lose no one wants to lose money I don't want to lose money, but I'm actually, uh, yeah, I don't want to lose money. I, I just want to see my friends and have fun. 
and and you know hopefully see fans and promote the book you know if if you are if you are cool to a fan like you get jaded because you see these people and uh i don't want to say it means nothing to you but you you know you're at your table you're bullshitting you're with your friend there are people look up and they're they're nervous and it's like i'm just a dude what are you freaking nervous for right. and they will hang on every word you say and if you give them a good experience you're going to have a, a fan for life so right uh it doesn't always succeed but i do try to be cool to every anyone who makes right. you know, the effort you know I, I can't draw so i get stickers made and it's like if you come to me and you're a true fan you know here's a sticker you can only get from me if you're a batman fan eh, chances are you don't give give a damn about you but, right uh you know so i kind of wait for someone like oh you know i, I you know chew was great oh here's a sticker you know, if, if, if they're, oh, you know, hey, I like you. Here's Batman. Eh, okay, I'm not going to waste, waste, you know, 40 cents on a sticker on you. Right. So is that, so do you have the experience of shows you do multiple years in a row? Like, mm. let's take like Emerald City where no, you see the I same. I never, well, that, that's my other rule because as a writer, I don't make that much money. And as a traveler, I like to go as many places as possible. I don't do the same show twice in a row. But you've done the same show multiple times. Yes, but I won't. Phoenix doesn't count. San Diego doesn't count, but I will never do. Uh, I don't do shows two years in a row. But Phoenix doesn't count because it's okay, my backyard. Let, let's say Diego let's say you've done Emerald City more than twice. Yeah, you have this. You have people coming up that oh that I recognize. Yeah, yeah right, right, yeah. and you only see them at that show. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah I think I think that's kind of a cool thing. Like yeah. I have that at Heroes, and I'm pretty good about like. Uh, I mean, it's easier to remember females than males, especially like white males named like Mike or Bill, but. <laughs> If you meet me enough times, uh, you know, I, I am pretty good with, even if I don't, hey, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, we met here. You right, know, right, even right. If I don't completely, you know, remember your name. And after a while, I do remember your name. And a lot of these people, oh, hey, you know, we're, we're Facebook friends, you know, uh, you know, try to give them a little more of an intimate experience. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I've always, so it's got a everything in comics in my opinion everything in comics is easier for writers except cons and side income I guess well and writing <laughs> <laughs> sure if you want to go that far I guess uh, but yeah so I guess I was curious like uh, a show that's geared towards art like heroes yeah I've only went you? once my my big takeaway from that is I got to have a dinner with Cully Hamner who's a great friend like like that's what I remember oh well, how was Heroes for you I had fucking dinner with Cully and uh, and I had this other weird dinner where I met Aaron Cooter who's pretty big now and he took us to the wrong place and we were giving him a bunch of shit uh, you know so all I'm remembering is the social aspect uh, which you know it was a good time yeah for me that's what cons are all about and yep. if I could come home and not be out of pocket oh. at all no. Oh shit! The fucking Heroes Con. The year, what year I was went. This, by the way, because I've gone the last three years. Was it before that? Three years ago. Well, you'll you'll know when I tell you this. Uh, there was a Republican convention there, and Sarah Palin. <laughs> no, this is before. And, uh, this was before uh, I went. And John McCain was there. And uh, well, this and would yet, have been at least yeah, five years. Because this is in, in Charlotte. Yeah, four or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I was on a an elevator. With um, with Joe Isma and these three kind of youngish girls, not you, you know twenty three or so, and then like an old lady, 
And I turned to show him, like, oh, these fucking Republicans. And then the old lady got all indignant. She's like, <laughs> you got a problem with Republicans? I'm like, yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe still uh, gives me shit for, like, you know, busting that old lady's balls. <laughs> we were at a show. I don't know Joe at all, but we were at the same table at one of those Albuquerque shows at the party the guy threw for the guests. And, uh, Someone downstairs, someone wait. We're on like the fourth floor of a patio, and a car was driving by honking at somebody. And uh, I was sitting there next to Joe, who I don't really know. And uh, the car started honking at whatever they were doing down on the street level. And uh, Ben Templesmith just reached over both of us and started yelling like British insults or <laughs> Australian, I guess, Australian insults at these people, like calling them like cunts and shit, just screaming at them. And I, yeah, I grew up in, I grew up in America. I'm like, someone's gonna shoot us now. Like, we're gonna fucking die now. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, heroes is good. Out of state shows are fun. Yeah, traveling is fun. I'd forgotten because because there were all these like old stuffy white people in suits uh, that year because they were staying. Well, the that's same it's Charlotte. So I mean, no, it was because the Republican convention. Cause, yeah, because somebody told a story about like either being on a you know, on the elevator with Sarah. Sarah Palin or, or John McCain or, or you know one of them yeah I love the, the, I mean I love the weird conventions this is almost legendary but there was a uh, a uh, uh, there used to be a, a prior to Wizard World shit this was 15 years or so ago there was a, a con in, in uh, Chicago uh, and uh, there was one year where there was a Beatles convention and an Indian wedding the well, same time. It wasn't out in the a, middle of nowhere, right? It was well, it was Rosemont. It, yeah, was, yeah. it was on the way to the... Uh, but I've met so many people who have been to that show, and they remember all these fucking, you know, guys with, like, the little, you know, mop tops, and then these, like, crazy, you know, Indian Bollywood outfits. That sounds like such a nerds. fun after party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, that was... Uh, I think my last Chicago was, like, this real sort of taste of how crazy fandom can be because David Mack was in like a dance off with uh, with Mark Miller. <laughs> David Mack is always and, in a uh, dance off at every show yeah. you've ever been to. And uh, and uh, this was I mean this was before, you know, Mark was I knew Mark from authority then, but it was before all like the Hollywood stuff. And he was dancing around, and he had like a bottle of tequila, and I remember he poured the tequila in his eyes. <laughs> which is a bad idea because it's Dings and like and then he was like obviously in a ton of pain, so all these Mark Miller fans, to show support, started pouring tequila in their eyes. <laughs> it's like, all right, comic fans are fucking nuts. <laughs> comic fans are they're loyal. I can only imagine a, a book as popular as Chew. There's a lot of loyal. Yeah, I mean Chew. Not, not uh, there's probably some uncomfortable fans, but there's probably a lot of crazy loyal fans. Not not. I, no, there's, there, you know, all the fans of Jew have been really good, and even if they're a little socially awkward, there's nothing wrong with them. Like, the the, the worst experience, and I wouldn't call this a Jew fan, I got, I, I, uh, I also go to cons based on, like, you know, I look at the guest list. Oh, who, who do I want to, you know, hang out with? Oh, you know, this person's my friend. So Ben Templesmith, who you were just talking about, who I love, he, he told me, yeah, I'm going to, you know, con in Colorado, you know, uh, Denver con or whatever. It's like, oh, I'll go to that. I got invited to Denver Fan Fest. I went to Denver Fan Fest. It was horrible. It was it was one of the worst shows. It was in like a hotel lobby. It was part of Fest and there was DigiFest and 
horror fest and sci-fi fest and comic fest and there were eight different hotels it was like Aaron Lepresti, Phil Jimenez, like like it was a good kind of guest list, and no one showed up except for one fucking well, not no. I mean, there, I mean, there were people who did not make money the entire show, but one guy, you know, Chu was a crime comic. Hey, you know, look at this really colorful notebook, you know, filled with all these really like creepy scribbles. And these, <laughs> oh, was he like, solving your cases? We're like, <laughs> okay, this is nice. Here you go. He's like, yeah, that was drawn by John Wayne Gacy. Check. Look this. Look, look at this. This was John, drawn by uh, like, like like Charles Manson. And Rob, my artist, just kind of turns away and like pretends <laughs> to be working on a commission. And I'm stuck talking to this fucking nut, who only like he's clearly like uh, like he, like he acts like he's normal, but his thing is communicating with serial killers and like going and like meeting them and like you know getting like like uh, corresponding with them and and. Like there's a point where you're looking at this like this is this is evil and I don't want you around. Get away! And he wouldn't leave. And I was stuck with him forever. And then he came back the next day. He's like, "Oh, you were so interested. I want you know. Here's Son of Sam. Here's you know whoever." It's like, fuck. You try to be diplomatic. And I gotta tell you tell you this uh, this story because this is great. This is one of the worst cons I've ever been to. No one. No one showed up. No one made any money. Like, like, it was part of this bullshit fest thing. And after three days of this, Tony Bedard, fucking Tony Bedard, I love him. We uh, we go out to pizza. We get a couple beers in us. Um, uh, we you know we go back to his room. Maybe have a, a beer and a smoke. And we're like, well, you know, we've been here for three days. You know, we've seen forty people. Maybe let let's check the rest of this bullshit fest out. And so we start walking to the other hotels. We walk into this hotel, big, giant atrium. There's like 50,000, 80,000 people just partying in the hotel next to us. And they have been. And there's like... What fest was that? I don't know. But even if they would have put us in the corner, you know, it would have been like... And it was like a Dragon Con or one of these weird, like, oh, ones where, like, all pe- people are, like, like naked. Like a furry and, fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but there were, like... It was just a, a riotous party, and we had been sitting in the boondocks for three days, you know, watching tumbleweeds go by, and uh, and you know, here we are wasted walking into this con. It was just like the biggest party of just weirdo degenerates. <laughs> so this was in the years before the current Denver Comic Con. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I remember getting so fucked up that night with Tony that the next day I just went outside of you know comic fest and just laid on the grass like in front of the hotel like i was like passed out face down in the grass and no one noticed no one cared because no one showed up at the con (laughs) i gotta uh... (laughs) okay Uh, i gotta do more shows you do i i think that's my takeaway from all of this shows are good traveling is fun traveling stressful as fuck i don't like you don't like to fly, because I don't like I, I don't like I don't like to fly. It's not that I don't like to fly. I don't mind flying. It, I guess it's just the guilt aspect of yeah, leaving I things. Yeah, when I had three young children at home, I didn't do I didn't do anything other than San Diego and Phoenix. So those don't really count. I mean, the only time I've been anywhere for work was that the Baltimore store Third Eye flew Jay and I out. I guess 
That was three years ago now. Yeah, because you just tweeted that out, right? Yeah. Like the first issue just came out? Yeah. Or yeah. came out three yeah, years ago? Yeah, yesterday was the three-year, I guess, anniversary of Copperhead 1. But, fuck. I mean, just that was stressful enough. I didn't like it. And, and my wife came with me. And I so, guess my kids were three years younger at the time. Organizing so child care and all that was, yeah. But, I don't know. I'm such a bummer. <laughs> yeah, you are a fucking bummer. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, but when my kids were little, I never really. But I also have friends who I've known since I moved out here, who never saw me until I essentially got divorced from my first wife, and they're like, "Oh, we didn't see you for the last like ten years." And it's that same thing. It's like, oh, it's guilt. Like you don't ever want to go anywhere because you feel like you're leaving your your spouse yeah. with that guilt. But now that I have a supportive wife. You know, she doesn't give a shit what I do. You guys, you live in Flagstaff? Yeah. Well, I do. Scott doesn't. We don't. Right, li- right. We don't live together. Yeah, I, I meant you and your wife. Right, right, right. Not yes. You guys. Yes. <laughs> right. Scott and I live in a weird little pocket. It's not quite <laughs> here or there, but uh, yeah, I live in Flagstaff. Um, but I, even I don't do that many shows. I just did. I just went to Texas, and I do. Yeah, I don't understand the, the guys who do like three shows a month, like. It's no. exhausting, and even for the money, like, I don't know, it's, you know, it's You'd like have... being in a band. You're, you know, you're on the road the whole time. But some guys make really good money, so for some people it might make sense. You know, there's people, especially veterans, there's some, you know, like, I'm sure, like, a guy like Art Adams could make a living just doing cons. Uh, That's a well, hard life. I don't know about Art Adams. He's, like, he's not a guy who can whip up a commission on the fly. But, yeah, maybe. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there are, like, like Neil Adams tends to do a lot of show of course he does like a headshot for 250 he's, bucks he's he's done every show i've done in the last like six seven years i think he must be from la because he does all these easy to travel to yeah, shows yeah. he does the phoenix shows and tucson and shit like that but but yeah I, you know i like to travel like I, I give priority over a city i haven't been because you know then then you're meeting fans you haven't right like i want to do like uh when i was here this past year people were like oh man you, you should do that memphis show they're like, it sucks. You're not going to make any money, but Memphis is fun yeah, as hell. Stay, like, it's stay, a fun stay. show. Like, well, when I do the foreign shows, I always at least stay a couple days, even if it's on my own dime. Like, oh, you're going to fly me out for all this money? You know, just just you know, let me pay for two nights of a hotel. And oftentimes they forget to charge me. And, you know, then I get to, you know, wander around the city. But that's even good to, uh, you know, to do like uh, I did a Washington, D.C. show this year. Brought the wife and kids. Yeah, I did that a show a couple days. years ago. It was and, the, uh, one of the worst shows I've ever done. Awesome con. It's terrible. Uh, <laughs> might have been might have been better for you. It's a false advertising. Yeah, it was okay for me. Well, they don't ever advertise. You're gonna make money. Awesome was, con. It was. It, it was, was a little more of a celebrity con than yeah. a con. Uh, and it's not easy to get to downtown DC. Is not an easy place to get in and out of. Well, where are you coming from? Well, I was staying in Virginia. I was staying in a suburb. Oh, so wow. they probably had you in a hotel right by yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So my, uh, you know, Stanley, j- just the realities of, of math, he, he's not going to be around forever. Uh, uh, and uh, he keeps advertising it as, as one of his last shows, so I wanted to get a picture with Stanley. Uh, and, you know, I didn't want to, like, I probably could have gone to the show and said, like, you know, pay for my... Just go know, to the I, green room and take a selfie. Uh, well, turns out a show like that has a separate green room, like a celebrity green room and then a comic scum green room. Yeah. And I kept going into the celebrity green room, and they kept kicking me out. I'm like, I'm a guest. And they'd be like, you need this kind of tag. It's like, well, I'm just going to load up on some more food and go. But we got 
our our picture with Stanley, and it was like a cattle call, and and uh, it it was a little bit sad because Stan didn't even like look. He he just kind of sat there. They're like, stand here, don't talk to him, take a picture, go for you know 120 bucks, 140 bucks, uh, and it, it felt ghoulish, but. On the other hand... It's like a weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, it, it really was. Stan's not going to be around forever. Everyone's going to know Stan forever. At some point, this is going to mean a lot to the kid, but I wish it was a little more of a genuine interaction. Yeah. Like, I took an elevator, I think, of that San Antonio, or that, yeah, the Alamo City show we were at. I went up for lunch one day, and I was in the elevator with Bobby Elvis from Sons of Anarchy, and I forget who else. And I remember texting my wife as I'm in the elevator, like, Bobby Elvis is right next to me. And she doesn't give a shit about comics, but she texted back like, "Holy fucking shit!" Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And he's also got a wife who's hot as fuck. Yeah, like I was twenty on years a, younger than him. I was in uh, San Diego this year, going on my elevator. Frank Miller walks in with like three Italians, and then Skeletor <laughs> walks in. Sure, they weren't and Sicilians. Then, and then some woman who's like, I don't know, she she wasn't really a Xena, but she was some kind of warrior woman, and she clearly had no like me. I'm a little bit like, fuck, I'm I'm here fucking frank miller man and then you know i'm gonna call her xena or red sonia she wasn't either she was like her own warrior thing but she's all like blah 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 and like talking to fucking skeletor and i'm like that's frank miller right here you guys it was like cons can be so surreal to to be the whole con experience you never know who you're gonna end up with or what weirdness will happen and that that that's what makes it so glorious and that that's kind of like um that's what I like. I don't like to make plans because I love the randomness. Right. Like, oh, we're going to end up in a fucking Mexican biker bar during a birthday celebration. Right. You know, drinking shots after we saw Hodor. Right. Like, who can plan for that shit? Thank God for Valiant and their corporate cards. Valiant guys are really good. They're fun. All, all the Valiant people are super fucking cool. Yeah. Okay. Scott, you got anything else? No. All right. How was your... Uh, you guys switched... So Scott, how yeah, it was fine. I'm how? giving this a four. This is a a fine. That doesn't sound like a uh, the new Belgium. Yeah, block that doesn't sound like a. a it was a, fine. Everything with Scott is fine. That's the answer for everything. So was that a three? That, that's what I top out at. Is fine. Is that a three or four? It's a three. I, I but this one got a four. I'd buy it again. But you, but you like the picked better. Yes. Okay. Huh. And, and does anybody want an update on? So this is. I don't need an update from the tech show research. I don't need department. an update because I fucking know what it is. Do you? Yeah. Why don't you tell me what it is? I told you it's some sort of Scottish warrior. Uh, sure. It is. Uh, yes. It is picked. Is uh, according to CollinsDictionary.com is a term applied chiefly to the inhabitants of northeastern Scotland. That's right. Oh, so good job. Thank it doesn't you. Doesn't say anything about claymores. Oh, I mean, they all had claymores. We all know that. And we are at the Cellar Pub in Mesa. We're at the Cellar Pub in Mesa, and oh, a, awesome. a, a nice gentleman awesome. named, named Keith set this all up for us. Yeah, I kind of wish we could do two more of these, and I didn't <laughs> have to pick up my kid. <laughs> it's underneath Sun Devil Liquors in Mesa at Country Club and University. And I will say, in all, in all the kindness and all the kind ways I can say it, when you pulled into the parking lot, you did not expect this. No. No, nor the liquor store. I mean, I'm, I'm going to spend the liquor, money before the, I leave. The liquor store upstairs is very nice. The parking lot and the outside facade makes it seem like it belongs and where it is. And the neighborhood. It's not the best part of town. It's not downtown. It's not on the light rail. Uh, but it, it's, it's actually pretty close to the light rail. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's down close. And I think they, I might be wrong here, but I'm going to say it. I think they have a connection with Topps Liquor in Tempe. 
which I'm a big fan of. But definitely check out the Cellar Pub. It looks like they have seating for maybe like 20, 30 people. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it goes back. But it's uh, it's cool. I mean, it's uh, a a pub underneath a liquor store seems to make as much it sense as anything. It is a hidden anything. gem. Yeah. It is the definition yes. of a hidden gem. So, uh, yeah. They're gonna and they're be... open Tuesday through Saturday. Yeah, so they essentially opened just for us today, which is astounding. Amazing, yeah. Yes. I'm going to give the cider a, uh, a three. I'm giving the bar a five. I'm going to give the bar a five. For sure. The bar gets a high five. Uh, the pomegranate cider from Mischief, a Mischief Maker from Schilling gets a three, but only because I don't love cider. I think if I was a cider fan, I would give it a four. So, anyways, uh, Johnny, you, you want to break any news or anything? You good? I got no news to break. Okay. I'm going to give the restroom a one because of what I'm about to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, maybe you should give it a two then since what you're about to do to it. <laughs> All right. So, it's uh, at John Lehman. Uh, the no, mighty. the mighty layman. Oh, at the mighty layman. Yeah, I don't encourage anyone to follow me. You'll get nothing out of it. Uh, well, if you're a Tom, Tom Pyre fan, you'll Nobody see Nobody is. Nobody is a Tom ah, Pyre fan. So, at mighty layman, at Scotty God, at Ryan Cody, at TIG underscore show on Twitter. Uh, go to TigShow.com and give us some money. Scott, you got anything? No. Scott, Scott's dealing with trying to pick I, up I was hoping to find a Twitter handle for Sun Devil Liquors. Uh, no, they're on the Facebook. Uh, hang on. They're on, I got it on my notes here. Uh, they're on Facebook at Sun Devil Liquors, so they don't really promote the Cellar Pub. That's not the main selling point the liquor store upstairs is. So I don't to, understand that. If you go to Sun Devil Liquors on Facebook, uh, the pub is underneath. Yeah, Phoenix peeps, check it out. This yes, is yeah. nice shit. It's yeah, it's it's really. I mean, I I I thought it might be nice by the couple photos I saw online, but this is actually super impressive. If it was closer to my house, I would live here. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's great. So, yeah, check it out. Sun Devil Liquors and Cellar Pub on uh, Country Club and University. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Say bye, Scott. Bye. All right.